The pack horses crept down the valley. Swept by waves of fine grey rain, the distant beasts lurched under pack chests and sacks. At their head, a tall figure leaned into the drizzle as if pulling them away from the dark village above. Standing beside the wooden bridge at the bottom, a long-faced young man peered out from under his hat's dripping brim and grinned. Water seeped through the seams in Benjamin Martin's boots. Rain soaked his cloak. In the pack at his feet sat the load which he had contracted to deliver to the manor. He had been on the road for almost a week. This morning the whole veil had still lain ahead of his blistered feet. Then he had spied the packhorse train. Ben's grin stretched his face like the yawn of a surly horse. He flexed his aching shoulders. Behind the driver came a piebald, then a bay, then two dark brown ponies. But Ben's gaze was fixed on the rear. A mule trailed behind the others. A mule that appeared to carry nothing more than a pile of rain-soaked rags. Even an unladen beast had to eat, Ben thought to himself. The driver would be glad of his business. He glanced up at the slope again to the village. No lights showed among the cottages. No smoke rose from the chimneys. Nothing moved on the slopes that climbed to the dark trees far above. No one knew what had happened, the flitting men had said the previous night at the inn. Not a soul had been up to Buckland all winter. It was none of his business, he told himself. When the pack horses got down, he would make his bargain with the driver. The mysterious parcel could share a ride with the wet rags on the mule. It could get to the manor without him, to this Master Scavell, whoever he was. The village, the vale, the manor at the far end, all shared the name of Buckland. Like a common curse, Ben thought. His eyes scanned the soot-streaked church, then rose to the wood. He nudged the hated pack with his foot. The beasts passed a row of split oak palings. The cold rain seeped up his boots to his britches. Ben's thoughts turned to Souton and the warm back room at the dog at night. Tonight he would be on his way back. Master Fessler would take him in, he was sure. He would never set eyes on this place again. Three loping strides took the driver down the last steep bank. The piebald mare teetered after, the two pack chests swaying on her back. Joshua Palewick, they had called the lean grey-haired man at the Flitikin. Next came the bay horse, laden the same. The two ponies were loaded with panniers and sacks. Last of all, the mule which carried only a bundle of rags and limped. Ben drew himself up. The only thing a pack horse man drove harder than his horses was a bargain, he reminded himself. A penny a mile was fair for a limping mule. The animals splashed through the puddles and mud. He raised a hand in greeting. Then, on the mule's back, the bundle of rags stirred. A gust of wind, Ben told himself, or a freak of the failing light. But the next moment showed him it was not so. Out of the rags rose a head. Out of the head stared a pair of eyes. The rags contained a boy.